talking about energy, it's so much because it has so much information. It has, it has so much to say about ourselves, about how we store, you said traumas, how we store emotions, how we live our life. I mean, just from reading the energy of the body, how it's distributed, where it's stuck, or where it's, where it's more and where it's less, where it's a lack of. You're listening to Mystic Podcast, hosted by Lena and Daniela of Mystic Home. We created this podcast to share our passion of empowering people. We want to encourage you to find and connect with your own abilities and inner strength. Our aim is to help you breach the gap of being human and connect with your spiritual self. And by sharing our own experiences and reflections, we open up the conversation for mystical ideas and how to integrate them in our human lives. Welcome back to our second podcast. So I'll let you all know what we're going to talk about. Today we're going to talk about energy. What about energy? (laughs) (laughs) Like like I have no idea what we're talking about. So we're going to talk about energy. It's so easy to say. Yeah. So it's like energy what? Yeah. I think that's what we want to tap into a little bit. So many times in this podcast and in our work, we talk about energy, but what is it? And how do we experience and how can you handle your energies or whatever it is you're feeling and things like that. Everything that revolves... Everything is energy. Yeah. And energy is everything. Yeah. So, okay, question for you. How would you describe energy? That is a really good question. I... To be honest, since I can sense so much energy, then I can tell you what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Energy feels like a pool. Mm-hmm. It's like um, a force that is around us. So every time I put my hand on top of somebody, I can feel the, that feedback of energy. Mm-hmm. But energy, like again, it's everything. Energy is in everything, and it is everything. Yeah. What is energy for you? Well, I would say I would say the same thing. It's everything. Like, it's hard to say what is not because everything is energy. True. But for a long time, I didn't really want to talk about energy or things that I sensed or could feel like. I think many people experience this. You come in maybe to a cafe or a restaurant and you see a couple and you can just feel like, oh, something's going on there. You can't even hear what they're saying, but you can just sense something. Mm -hmm. You can sense it either within your body or just in the room. Or coming into a big room, there's a lot of people and you're like, whoa. That thing. Yeah. So I always felt that. And, And for many years, also in my younger teens, Sometimes I felt like I felt tired or I felt sad or not really depressed, but a little bit down. But then I didn't know it was not what I felt. It was other people's feeling because I sensed it within myself. So when you say like feeling it, I know all about that because I couldn't distance myself from what could other you, people felt. Could you say you're an empath? Yeah, I would say that. Okay. So... And that means... How would you describe it then? <laughs> yes. That yeah. means... Yeah. What, what does empath mean to you? Being yeah. an empath? To me, it means like taking on the, the feelings of 
other people. You don't have to take it in, which I did before. So I want to, to state that just because you're an empath, it's not like always you have to carry this burden because sometimes it really feels like a burden okay. taking on other people's emotion. You're like, oh, I feel that. Like I feel heavy. I feel sad. But today I can use it in a different way because I can distance myself from other people's um, feelings, so to say, or so emotions. So it's mainly feelings. Like when you enter yeah. a room, yeah. you can feel can other people it. or sense yeah. other people. So you so, feel it in your body. So when I lead my yoga classes, many people are like, oh my God, you don't plan your classes. No, because I read the energy of the room. And then it's not a specific person. It's like... The collective can, energy. Yeah, I can feel the mood within the room. It's like, okay, people are tired today. It might have to do with the weather or... And if whatever day it is, if it's morning or evening, but I can or whatever sense the day room. of the week is exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think that that has been a benefit to me. So I can use it as an ability instead of this burden that I would feel when I was younger. So use it to your advantage. Yeah. So for a long time, I felt like energy was a little bit weird because I didn't know how to explain it. And, and it's a lot of information too. It's a lot of feedback. So yeah. feeling and sensing all these energies at the same time when you have no idea what this information mm -hmm. is or how it's coming to you and that it's not even you. Yeah. It's other other people's information into your own you know, auric field. Then it could be a little bit uh, too much or a yeah. little intense. Yeah. You can be drained from that. But if you learn to distinguish what's yours and what's someone else's, it's, it's a little bit easier. And we can talk about that in a later podcast more in depth, like how you can, what you can do and how you can work with that if you sense it the same way as, as you I do. Yeah. And it's different for different people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I um, remember when we met or our, our first few conversations when you asked me out, so you're an empath, right? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I'm not. I, I really, I, I think I read people very differently, but I don't think I feel, I mean, if you're sad, I think, I, I mean, everybody has a level of em empathy. Yeah. So when you're with somebody and you're talking to a friend and they're sad, I mean, of course you're feeling that. That's like compassion and that's mm -hmm. like just empathy in general. Yeah. But being an empath is very different. I've got to know and I've gotten to learn. Yeah that you literally just take in whatever is on their field. And it could be happiness. It could be joy. You just, like, absorb yeah. and get, like, I think it's a transferring of information to you. So you're just getting knowledge. Yeah. Um, for me, it's very different. I, I don't feel, I'm, I don't feel the other uh, person in terms of emotions. So I don't get their emotion download on me. Um, I've had before in the past where I could feel physically in the body if they have a headache, if they have uh, something on their backs, if their stomach doesn't feel well, especially when I'm working with when uh, in one-on-one -on -one with people that have any problem within their physical body, I, I sense that through my own body. So I know, okay, this thing that I'm feeling is not mine, but what is it so that I can talk about with them? And yeah. so that's how I get information, but it could be like physical sensations um, or mainly uh, it's, I think it's more like for me, it's more like, I think clairvoyance more like, it's just a sense of knowing and a sense of like this voice behind my head that is just telling me things that I'm kind of processing in my own head and things that I just kind of know, but it's not really being um, 
an empath. Yeah. yeah. So for you, it's knowing, and for me, it's feeling. I think so. So, so it's mm. you might get the same information, just mm. in different ways. Exactly. But for a long time, I didn't know that other people didn't feel what I was feeling. Oh, that's like yeah, I thought like growing up, I thought everyone like felt. Oh, everything. Everything. <laughs> like I didn't know like that was something that not everyone did. Yes. So I'm like, well, but this person, someone like, what? What? How do you know that? I'm like, what? I'm like, well, of course, because mm -hmm. for me, it's like a part of who I am and my personality it will never go away. We tapped into that a little bit in the last episode. Like that might be like a personality trait or something like it. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. I heard somewhere that like way back when we were hunters and gatherers, like different people had different jobs within mm -hmm. their tribe. And they had some people that their job was that they could sense when there was danger coming in, like let's yeah. say an animal or something. That was their purpose. And so they can help the others hunt yes. or they help the others protect. Yes. Or, yeah. That's so interesting. So they, they would know it before it happened. So mm. I think that might have been like that personality trait of an empath or uh, any other type of psychic, psychic ability. ability. Yeah. Mm. So I think we we have had it always like as it's human always been there, yeah. yes. so it's not like something oh i created this or this is something like it is there. sometimes with these things is like i think what we talk about the things that we cannot see or put a label on or touch is so hard for us not to think i'm making this up or i'm yeah. crazy or especially i feel for empaths to think that oh my, why am i this way and why is it always just think about it as um as a problem or something wrong with you instead of understanding that it's just it's, it's an ability that it just needs to be tapped on but the with things that you cannot see like for example with your intuition or with just knowing things that you cannot put a label on or you cannot like have proof of it yeah. in the physical form it's there is a little like um, gap between am i making this up mm -hmm. or is this is this for real yeah so both for yourself and then also talking to others about it it's like that dialogue within it's like okay am i crazy like for a long time i'm like okay this is this is weird so yes. like that doubt within and, and I, then, I also think so because our society not yet or it hasn't yet completely how do you say welcomed or embodied what it would be like a way of living with all these abilities yeah but i think as, as society starts to develop and as we start to see this more as like you said i mean we've always had had this since we were hunters or years and yeah. years back um we've always had this so if we can if, if we can become the norm of living a life with these abilities i think we can tap into bigger potential of how we live our human absolutely life. and especially in today's society when we have so much technology we can reach people all all around the world and you know we can travel all of that and then we're so in that dimension of the future and thinking about science for example a1 or whatever and the more we go into that i think also the more we have to tap into being human and all that is not just human in the physical form but also that ability of 
seeing what's bigger than ourselves. And I agree. And <clears throat> I wanted to say something and I just completely forgot. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. But um, when it comes to energy, I feel like it's a sense of knowing but not completely knowing. Like you can sense energy. And I remember reading this book and doing this exercise to feel the chakras of your hands. I think the book is called um, The Wheels of Life. The Wheels. The Wheels of Life. life. Mm -hmm. And it's about chakras. Actually, that book is absolutely amazing. It's just so much in-depth of what each chakra, um, the main seven chakras um, are about. That book is so much knowledge and so much beauty in it. We can actually take a picture of that book and put it up on our Instagram. Yes, we should. So if you're not following our Instagram, you can go to mystic.home. And you can check it out there. So, and also follow that page. We're going to put things up there if we come up with new events and different happenings and things. So just check it out. So the book has this exercise for you to do it with your hands and to kind of start to feel the energies of the hand chakras because you have chakras in your hands. Not only like we talked about the seven chakras, but you have a lot more around the body. And it was so interesting to do that because... I've always felt that I've always when I play with my hands and, and just in general, like I knew that's a force is an energy is a, it's a tangible source, yeah. but just doing that, I'm like, it's so interesting because anybody can do this and anybody can feel this. Yeah. So it's, it's within us. Everything is energy. Um, and, and doing, for example, the Reiki work, it's very interesting because it's such a space, a safe space for people to be in. When they ask me, what is Reiki about? Like, what, what it happens? Mm-hmm. And I say, you know, it's hard to explain what it is. It's better to feel, to sense what it is. But mostly they, they think it's like um, it's like a energy massage. Yeah. And they don't even know what energy is. But they just kind of, they just say it's like an energy massage. Because you, you sense, you're able to sense it. Yeah. And to know there is, the it's there. Yeah, there's like a no. But we can talk a little bit about how a Reiki session works for someone that's never gotten one. So it's hard to say what you're going to experience or what you're going to feel because that's the part like you have to experience it. But what happens actually in a session, you're fully clothed. So are you going to lay on like a massage bed or a bed or you're just going to be comfortable and you know, you're in control the entire time? Like, it's not you go into a different dimension or anything like that. <laughs> but sometimes it feels like it. Sometimes like, the, the first couple of sessions I did, like, what that I where I got Reiki, I was laying there, and I knew I was awake, but it felt like I'm, like, okay, I'm somewhere I think you get into a lingering. state of trance between you're not really awake, but you're not also, not, you're not yeah. even sleeping. It's, it's like a state of trance when you're kind of in between, and I think it's a very... The beauty of that is that you're in a very receptive space. So if you have somebody that you really trust doing this work on you and you're in this receptive state, yeah. then you're open to to movement and in your energies, if there's yeah. anything stock or there's anything. And just in general for Reiki, it's an intelligent energy. It just knows exactly what you need and, and what you need at that time. So And you're so open for that to, yeah. to come into your energy field. Yeah, because it really feels like you can't move your body. Sometimes, because you're like, oh my God, you're so relaxed. It's almost a state, like, 
as many of you can probably relate to, once you've been asleep, you've been sleeping for maybe 10 hours, and you're kind of waking up, but you're still sleeping, you're in that limbo, kind of. Yes, it so feels you know like that. You're, yeah. So, and then what we do as the Reiki healers, uh, we put our hands on your body, different spots of your body, right from the feet to the head and back, front, everything. But remember, you're fully clothed. And what we're doing, we're channeling the energy. So whoever comes, say, we don't get your energy. And mm-hmm. you don't get ours. It's like we're channeled. We're just opening up to the divine energy of the Reiki. So it passes, universal. so that energy that we're channeling passes through us, so we get exactly. it. Exactly. And then into you, so yeah. you you get yeah. it. But it's not like, oh, if I have a bad day or something horrible happened to me, like it's not like that's going to come into you. Yes. So you never have to be afraid of that. Mm-hmm. And, and there's never anything negative that can happen. And I, I very interesting that you tapped on that because I want to say something that I... I say almost in every session that I have when people are, okay, so what did you, because at the end after the session, we have a talk, um, again, not only on what the Reiki was, but also the intuitive reading or anything that came through my psychic abilities that I feel like we should talk about. Yeah. And they always ask me, so is, is this bad? Is this good? And I, you know, I can't really put it between bad or like good or bad energy or positive and negative because the more I get to understand these energies, the more I, I, I get to know that there is not really negative or positive energy. It's it's like this, or this is this is how I, I see it, I for agree. example. Again, we there's many, many people that have different thoughts on this, but this is my thought from experience. Mm-hmm. I feel that there is instead of negative and positive, it's more like there's too much energy in one place. Yeah. Or there is a lack of energy in one place. Mm-hmm. Or what could happen is that there is energy where it shouldn't be. And it should be somewhere else. So misplaced or too much or too little. So it's just about what we do as the facilitators of this energy when we channel is to redistribute the energy that is perhaps too much in one place. In quotes, stocked. Mm-hmm. stocked or, it could, or we could... Um, align so that the energy can move along a certain place of your body like along your spine along your arms along your legs so in general it's more about redistributing this energy and allowing flow to easily move around your body yeah it's very interesting that you say that for for a long time when i had people come into me in the beginning of the session i make sure to let them know what's going to happen like what i'm going to do and that they don't have to do anything um, and that they might get happy or sad or feel warmth or get cold and everything is fine or maybe they fall asleep because mm-hmm. that's what they need so each ses- session is very different and I try to explain it like if you think about a pipe sometimes the pipe gets clogged and what we want to do is to get that pipe work, to get the flow again but now I realize the more I've been working with it, it's like energy cannot be stuck. Like you said, like it feels like that. It feels like the energy is a little bit stagnant. And maybe that's also, I, I usually sense that when it could be an earlier trauma. So that might have been stuck or stagnant. But 
more so energy is everything and is always there so either you're hyperactive or you're not really like there's not a flow okay so yes energy cannot be completely still but the sensation might be that way absolutely but you want to have that nice balanced flow throughout the body and sometimes i feel the difference because for me i usually start by the feet and that's not traditionally how you do reiki i just want to mention that but i found that that works better for me when i'm working with and my I, clients. I think it's very interesting that we we've talked about this how we are so different in our approach of, of doing this kind of work but we, we have the same purpose yeah. but we do it very differently yeah um so but it's very interesting how you just kind of find your way and i don't think there's a wrong or a right way um, and for us, it's more like it's really interesting to talk about how we do the work so differently and how we're guided to do it differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for you, you start at the feet and that's more grounding. I think we talked yeah. about yeah. that. And for me, I have to st- I, I, I like to start at the top of the head to just really get connected to to their I think their center for some reason, I think there's their center, which is not really their center, but I, that's how I, I kind of look yeah. at it. But yeah. No, but sometimes, so I start by the feet and then I have one hand on one foot and then the other hand on the other foot. And sometimes I can feel almost like a wave. And, and at times it can be different from the left side to the right side. So it's also e- very interesting to read the body, like feel that sense of, okay, so what does the left side represent? What does the right side represent? And it might be different when I experience it with different people, but... Sometimes I see the left side as being like the feminine, the, the female side, and the right side, masculine side, the more dominant. Um, and it's interesting. And then after, when, because I o- always sit down after as well, talking to whoever came in about what came up, like what came up for them, and if I sense something, and if I have to share that with them, and asking them these things, I'm like, okay, so... Like, I I, and I think it's important what we talked about earlier when you say some things that come to me, they have no meaning at yeah. all. And you have no idea what you got all this information Mm-mm. at all. And then, but actually, I believe that when you said earlier, when you when they come in and you tell them you, they don't have to do anything, I think they don't have to do anything at the time where we're doing the Reiki. But afterwards, their work, it's, it's a very collaborative work because when we're talking to them, we, these things don't make any sense to us. No. I mean, I have people that come to me that I've never seen before. So I have no idea who they are, what their deal is, what they're going through. But after I get all these things and we get to talk, it's for them to interpret what I have seen in the messages that I have for them. And then for them, it makes total sense. They're like, yeah, that makes, I mean, that's clearly, you just talked to me, you just told me all these things. And it's kind of, is a remembrance. Most of the teams, most of the times are things that they already know, yeah. but they just kind of need somebody to remind them yeah. or to support them or to see them. Mm-hmm. And But it, that's their work, I think, to interpret what we see. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of things, the things that I see, I'm like, okay, this makes no sense. Yeah. But to them, yeah. it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, and I do the same thing. So for me, it's very important that time after the session to talk to... Now I'll say client, but it sounds a little bit weird because I don't feel like <laughs> yes. I'm someone who's so. a client coming in. But yeah. I just so say formal. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they're that that's the work, like talking to them and 
like giving them these messages that again I have no idea what I said after I don't remember it as soon as I said it it's like it goes away I didn't realize this until maybe a week ago and I'm like this is actually true like maybe I have people coming back to me and I can't remember what I said last time because yeah. it's not for me to know but another thing that I want to point out for people that works with Reiki as well you don't have to because now we have these types of abilities like I'm sensing it or I get an image or a word or whatever and then I share that with the client after but to do Reiki you don't have to have those ability Reiki works the same way so it's not that Reiki is connected to you having this conversation after sharing all your downloads because I've been to many people that they do the Reiki and it still works the same way because you're moving energies in the body absolutely absolutely so it's just a side note everybody yes everybody does it very differently and and has their own abilities in their own ways but Reiki I mean just channeling that energy is, is very healing yeah. in many, 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 many ways. Just receive that type of energy and, and that love. Because yeah. I remember my teacher, the first uh, Reiki training that I did, she said, Reiki is pure love. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it can be, nothing is more healing than just receiving pure love from somebody that is just there to help you. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely you don't have to have these things. But also something that I wanted to point out in our, in our topic about energy is that most of these things, I mean, we get them through our abilities or through this psychic downloads of information, but it's in your auric field, it's in, yeah. it's in your energy body. We wouldn't be able to, to see or to tap or to get this information if it wasn't already in your energy body. So talking about energy, it's so much because it has so much information. It has, it has so much to say about ourselves, about how we store, you said traumas, how we store emotions, how we live our life. I mean, just from reading the energy of the body, how it's distributed, where it's stuck, or where it's, where it's more and where it's less, where it's a lack of, it has so much information about, about ourselves, yeah. I believe. For sure. Mm. Or we were talking about before, you know, maybe you have these ability so to say or maybe you feel like it's a curse but whatever it is like you sense things and it's easy to think that oh now if I tap into this maybe I have to change my profession if I'm going to do this if I'm meant to do something else and I think we talked about how important it is to actually broaden that conversation that this is something a lot of people sense and feel and you can use it in whatever profession or whatever life you want and create for yourself yeah i think there is something going on outside of the apartment and there is just so much noise so we're trying to cope with it but i'm sorry if it feels like there is some banging in the in the background but anyway yes i think it's very important because i talked to a lot of people that find out this they're, they're starting to sense energy or they've always sensed energy and they, they ask, okay, but you know, what does this mean? What do I have to do now? How, do, how is this going to work? And I don't think that everybody that has, I mean, energy is everywhere. So of course we're, we're sensing it mm-hmm. in many different ways. And 
I don't think that you need to go and, you know, open your tarot card um, shop or (laughs) that you need to go and now do Reiki to people. Like you don't need to do all these things that you're supposed to do or that people do when they have disabilities. I think if you're able to tap into into reading energies and to understanding energies and not only for for others but especially for yourself yeah. then to get a better understanding of yourself and use that into your to your advantage at whatever job is is that we do either if you're a teacher if you are an engineering if you are I don't know, the owner of a business has nothing to do with energy, but it does though, because everything is about energy. So we can ground this ability to tap into energy, to know more than what the eyes can see, then we can live for from a more, for a broader perspective, for a more awareness point of view. Yeah. And I think when it comes to to seeing and to into noticing all these things and to just knowing energy <laughs> just knowing energy is everywhere um i'm sorry this is just so disturbing maybe the energy is outside of the door <laughs> yeah, maybe they're like, working yeah. with their energy well um but yeah so i, I think everybody i mean of course we're, we're 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 energy beings so absolutely we we even if you don't think that you know energy or that you ever felt energy yeah. yes you have yeah and it will be different for each and every one of us and especially if you're super creative maybe you just have that yes. you're like okay where did that come from or you get an idea and you take a piece of paper and just draw something you know maybe that's your way of getting energy or All right, so thank you all so much for listening. We're going to cut this episode a little bit short since we have a lot going on outside, but we'll be we'll be back. I think this is a big, big topic and mm-hmm. lots to say about it. So let's do like a energy talk number two yeah. at some point. And I also believe. send in your uh, questions if you have any questions for us regarding energy or how you work through like challenges with it or whatever it might be. Thank you so much for turning into Miss City Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know your thoughts. Leave us a review and share it with your friends who might benefit from this conversation. 